Pastor Young, this is Gary. I have a couple questions for you. One, do you have to go to church to be saved? And two, why do some churches not allow you to come if you don't give them a stipend every month? Have a great day. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Not Your Parents Religion podcast. I am your host, Pastor Robert Young, and today we have a very good question from a Gary who asked the question, do I have to go to church to be saved? This is an excellent question, Gary. And again, thank you for calling in with that question. Actually, Gary has a two-part question. The second part of his question is, why is it that some churches will not allow you to come without if you don't pay a stipend? We're going to obviously have to do that in two parts because that is a tough series of questions. But as we state all the time, we're here to provide biblical answers to today's modern problems. Now, first of all, um, do you have to go to church to be saved? No, you do not. In fact, we run into a lot of people out in the community when we are doing our survey, uh, our survey that's called the future of the church, where we meet people and ask them a series of questions about church and, and faith and, and things of, of, of a spiritual nature. And we're seeing a lot of responses of people saying that they don't go to church. They don't want to go to church for various reasons. Um, we'll talk about why people don't want to go to church in a future episode. And it doesn't seem to be just one uh, generation of people. It seems to be multi-generational people who have become disillusioned with church uh, and just have, you know, some negative uh, feelings about church. Not God per se, but church and how things are run. But again, that's for a future episode. But let's jump right into Gary's question. And Gary's question, um, I, I won't say it's simple, but Gary, you don't have to go to church to be saved. In fact, we, again, when we're out in the community, um, talk to people and there's been lots of converts, people who make a confession for Jesus Christ as their savior right there on the streets or parking lots or wherever we may meet them. Now, there is a side note to all of this. You don't have to go to church to a building full of people to be saved. However, the scripture does tell us in Hebrews 10, 25, I believe, that not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. In other words, get together with other like-minded believers and they go on to say in the Bible why we should do that. And we covered this a little bit in our last episode. So I won't go into all the details now, but when you do get together with other believers, you can receive that encouragement, that accountability, and all of those wonderful things that we talked about in the previous episode. So the answer to your question is no, you don't have to go to church to be saved. However, God does recommend or command, excuse me, people to get together for that fellowship. Now, as you know, I am a church planting pastor. In other words, I go around and plant 
well, me and a team of people, <laughs> we go around and we plant churches, specifically small churches, and even more specifically, house churches. What do you mean, Pastor Young? Well, the churches that God has led us to plant are house churches, churches that run out of your house, sometimes with just you and your family. What better place to start a church than in your own home? Having church in your own home isn't complicated uh, because I know a lot of people believe in God, want to worship God, but again, are kind of disillusioned by organized religion. So I'm going to lay out a few simple um, for you to get a worship service started in your own church. One. I would say set aside a space in your house where you can dedicate to the elements of worship, which is, you know, basically singing songs of praise and and worship to God. Why? Because he deserves it. He created the universe. He deserves our praise and our worship um, and our gratitude. In fact, part of worship and praise to the creator of the universe helps to keep us with a grateful and thankful heart. So as I always say, there's always uh, different sides to religion. There's the natural as well as the spiritual. And uh, faith helps us in both. And a lot of people just can't see that. But anyway, number two, you got this room in your house. It doesn't have to be a big room. Um, where you, if you can't sing, no have no one there to sing. Uh, Play some recorded music on from a radio or however, however you listen to music nowadays. Uh, so we got the praise. We got the worship. Uh, doesn't have to be great singing voices. He just, as the scripture says, a joyful noise in praise and worship. Him. In fact, man was created to worship God. All right. So number two, um, a place where everybody can sit somewhat comfortably where you can read and discuss the Bible. Um, now, I know this sounds daunting, but remember, the scriptures tell us that the Bible was written so that you could understand it. Now, when we are reading those scriptures, we should, uh, beforehand, we should pray and ask God to give us understanding of what we've read and then to give us strength to apply what we've read. So you got your you got your praise and worship part. You got your scripture reading part. You can also throw in a piece where we talk about what we've discussed previously in our reading of the Bible separately. Uh, keep it if you have kids, keep it at a level where the kids can understand. And if you don't understand some things, pray about it. Ask God to help you to give you again the understanding. And of course. Listen to our podcast, not your parents' religion <laughs> podcast, for further instruction. We also have a, a a tutorial that you can download. Just look at the um, episode notes on this episode. There's a link there that you can click where you can get an audio recordings and a workbook to show you how what we call Breaking the Cycle of Organized Religion. This is a very helpful tool for anyone that wants to worship God, but don't necessarily want to go to a organized church. Now, 
I won't go into any more details about that. I hope that you click that link and download our workbook and listen to the audio recordings on how you can start worship in your own house. Now, if you're listening to this broadcast and you say, well, Pastor Young, I believe in the Bible. I believe in everything that you're saying. And it's all sound wonderful, but I still want to be saved. I don't want to go to church, but I want to be saved. Well, today is your day, my friend. The scripture tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, tells us in the book of Romans that because we are the descendants of the original man, that we're all born with that same nature, that same um, sinful nature where we have the propensity to commit sins, whether you believe that you have or not. So with that in mind, we're all guilty of sinning. So God, because he loves us so much, sent his only begotten son to pay the price for our sin, to make us holy again. And it tells us that no matter what we do down here, it will never be enough to earn our way into heaven. So he sent his son to die and pay that price for us. And all we have to do is just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and ask him to forgive us of our, of our sins and we will be forgiven. Obviously, it's a little bit more detail, but I'm giving you the gist of how easy it is and how wonderful it is that God would love us so much that he would send his only son to die to take the penalty for our wrong thinking and actions. So now if you are at that point where you believe Jesus and you're ready, then as we say when we're out in the community, then say this simple prayer with me. Father, I have sinned. I realize that I have broken the relationship that you want to have with me. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross so that I could be forgiven of my sins. I believe that he rose again on the third day with all power and that one day he's coming back for his people. Lord, I pray that you would forgive me of my sins and not only that, but that you would fill me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I receive this now in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, congratulations. If you have said that with a sincere heart, then you have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life as one of God's people. And now your life of, of joy and happiness and fulfillment will start. It doesn't stop there. Obviously, we would love for you to join a Bible-believing church or start worshiping your home. Read the Bible every day. Pray and ask God for wisdom. Ask him and thank him. Not just ask, but thank him. There's so much on this wonderful journey that we call being saved. Contact me with the link below and get further instructions and updates and questions and whatever you might need. Now, we're going to end the, pod, uh, the podcast here. We may have to do a part two on this specifically for that second question that Gary asked in the beginning of the podcast. So again, thank you, Gary, for, for your question. Do you have to go to church to be saved? So the answer is no, you do not. 